Hi everyone, I'm Max, and if you wonder how a bunch of flowers can cost a person their life, then you should listen to my story. But believe me, it will hurt. Me. Penny was the best. Perfect. She was a dream girl. The mere fact that she existed made the world a little better, a little brighter than before, and I was extremely happy when this dream chose me. We went to the same school. It was just like a story from a women's romance novel, but the other way around. I was a mousy boy. I was an ordinary guy, not that smart, not athletic at all, with an ordinary appearance. And Penny was the sun that shone for everyone. She always sat in the front. She had a striking smile. She was very kind and sweet. We were totally different, but that didn't stop me from falling head over heels in love. My first love, you know? I worked up the nerve at the school dance in high school. I felt like a fool in my dad's stupid suit. My parents decided to save money and not to waste a fortune on my outfit. And with a terrible bunch of flowers, which I picked in my mom's garden, to be honest. Nevertheless, I came up to my princess and asked her to dance, hoping that she would tell me to shove it delicately, without making fun of me in front of everyone. But she agreed, and she took the bunch of flowers as if those were the best flowers she had seen in her life. And she even let me walk her home. I'm pretty sure everyone was shocked that evening, including me. I don't even remember how we danced and walked home. I saw only hearts and fatty cupids flying around. And when we came to the porch of her house, I went crazy, confessed my love to her, and offered to date me, Penny and I started dating from then on. I spent two infinitely happy years in a pink haze, falling in love more and more. I was the one who gave names to our future children in my mind. I was sure we would have a daredevil boy and girl looking exactly like her mother. And we had a kind of tradition. I promised myself that I would never give her horrible, hastily picked flowers again, and every month, I spent money to buy her nice flowers in the flower shop. I even got a part-time job to afford it. Well, the flowers on special occasions were different. They were expensive and the most beautiful ones for the most beautiful girl in the world. Penny laughed and said that I was a hardcore romantic, but she liked the flowers. She even signed up on Instagram and posted photos of the flowers on a regular basis. It was pure happiness, and like any happiness, it couldn't last forever. I always knew that people couldn't spend the whole life together without quarrels, but I wasn't ready for my dear Penny to be the first to start a quarrel. I was the one who had to start arguing and being jealous of her. I wasn't the best guy in the world, and she was beautiful, smart, and the best student in school. Even the teachers were sometimes carried away when they saw her, and the guys that were in love with her could make up a small army. But something very stupid happened unexpectedly. A distant relative with her daughter came to visit me, or rather, my parents, and it just happened that this daughter, my cousin, turned out to be my age, and very pretty as well. But I didn't notice it, because by that moment, there was only one girl on my mind, and she was Penny. But I was still a polite and nice boy, so I had to hang out with an unexpected relative and entertain her. Those two stayed at our place for a week. I took the girl to various museums, shops, and interesting places, and dreamed that she would leave as soon as possible, so I could spend more time with Penny. 
For some reason, it didn't occur to me that they could and should be introduced. Penny saw me walking with some girl and got it wrong, and she threw a fit. I was so pleased she was jealous of me, my beloved beauty with whom I had never even hoped to stand next to, and I was such a fool. I just stood there and smiled while she accused me of cheating. Then she just turned around and left. And then it dawned on me that I should start making excuses. But Penny didn't even want to listen to me. She didn't even stop. I got so scared. I begged to forgive me for being such a fool for three more days standing under her windows. In general, the first quarrel turned out to be epic and rather gnarly. Then Penny seemed to forgive me, but she still didn't want to get back with me at once. She said she needed time to think and recover a little. Then I decided to give her something special for St. Valentine's Day, something that could never be found in our town, so that all the girls were jealous and Penny smiled and forgave me. I persuaded my father to take me to a nearby town. I took all the money I had and bought a gorgeous bunch of rare tropical flowers. It cost so much money that I had to ask my dad for pocket money before it's due time. My mother looked at the flowers, sighed dreamily, and said that if someone gave her such a gorgeous present, she would certainly forgive that person, even for the things he hadn't done yet. Dad had to spend some money too, but my mom and dad were about to have another honeymoon, and I was about to have either a brother or a sister. Penny saw the flowers, her heart melted, and she kissed me right in front of the whole school. It was a victory. We had a lovely evening, kissing, fooling around, eating ice cream in the park. She even started talking to me about our future wedding for the first time. I stroked the ring in my pocket, which I bought for Christmas, and smiled like a fool. I kept smiling even when I went to bed. And in the morning, Penny passed away. Actually, she died at night, but the cops came to our house only in the morning and took me to the police department at once. I didn't even have time to recover. I couldn't understand what they were trying to tell me. How could Penny pass away? Why? Why didn't the earth stop and hell didn't ascend? Why was I still breathing? Or maybe it was just a lie, a failed prank. Did she come up with this idea herself so as not to see me again? Please let it be so. Not what those people told me. At the funeral, it finally dawned on me that my beloved girl was being buried in the ground. And I went crazy, threw myself on the grave, cried like a madman, and I... I think I even begged that the workers buried me too along with her. Even Penny's parents grieved less, but I was really out of my mind. Then it turned out that the cops came for a reason. I was suspected of Penny's death. I was ready to kiss her footprints on the ground, but the old mustachioed cop said that in 90% of cases, loved ones are to blame for the deaths of young and beautiful people, so her parents and I were under suspicion. But soon, they had to stop chasing me. Firstly, even Penny's parents were outraged by such arbitrariness. And secondly, as strange as it was to admit, no one took my girl's life. She just fell asleep and stopped breathing. In her sleep, with a smile on her face. To be honest, I didn't believe in such a strange story. Penny was young. She was only 17. She was healthy. She caught cold rarely. Such people don't die young. And even though the case was closed due to hospital reports, I wanted to know why this had happened and I plunged headlong into the search. To begin with, I bought the results of her exam from a hospital nurse with the help of my dad and his acquaintances. Lots of terms, incomprehensible squiggles. It took me a couple of months to study the results, and I had to spend a lot of money on reference books. It even seemed to me that I could deal with doctors on an equal basis. I had read so many books. 
But all the official research gave me was the fact that Penny had choked in her sleep. They didn't specify why and how it had happened. The data were insufficient, but absolutely no one aimed at killing her. Everything was as natural as the death of a 17-year-old girl. The only clue was something strange in her lungs. It seemed that Penny was breathing something that made her lungs stop working. Allergy, edema, and complete inability to call for help. But the doctors had no idea what the reason could be. I personally went to see Penny's parents. We cried together and recalled our girl. Then I asked to go to her room, sit there for a while, think and remember all the good things. At the same time, I examined her room for suspicious things. As far as I knew, Penny wasn't allergic to ordinary things. Her mother used the same laundry detergent all the time. There was the usual cosmetics and everything else in the bathroom. The only unusual thing was the bunch of flowers I gave her. But I'd given her a thousand bunches before, and there hadn't been a single strange reaction. Moreover, as I said, my father had given the same bunch of flowers to my mother, and she was fine. But just in case, I took samples of everything I could. I even cut off a piece of the pillowcase. What if it worked? I didn't know why it was so important for me to understand who or what had done it to Penny. At that time, it seemed to me that there was nothing more important and more necessary in my life. To understand the reason, to find the guilty ones, I buried myself in books, went to the university, even made friends with a laboratory assistant at the Department of Chemistry, who performed analyses for me for little money. On the whole, I could be truly called a detective after such training, but so far everything was useless and no traces of the criminal were found. We talked a lot with the chemist guy. He even gave me his lectures on various compounds and substances to read. And the more I read, the more it seemed to me that I knew the answer. And I wouldn't like that answer when I voiced it. So we finished that strange research together with my new friend. And then we compared it to Penny's tests. And I wanted to go after her even more because she died because of me. Yep, all the results showed that the cops had come to the right place. It was me. I took the life of my dear Penny, the sunny girl everyone loved. Do you know how? The flowers, or rather my stupid desire to stand out and surprise her like no other. It was a surprise indeed. Who knew that she had been allergic to an exotic variety of flowers that didn't grow in this part of the world? Penny had never encountered it before because she'd never had a rest on the islands and had never even left our state. In addition, that flower is a rarity on the islands, but it is very beautiful, so it's often put into expensive, exclusive bunches of flowers for fools like me. And my mother is alive and well because she doesn't have this allergy. It is rare as well, like the flower itself. My girlfriend's death cost $500 and smelled like heaven. I hope Penny is in heaven now, sitting on a cloud and watching over all of us. I locked myself in the house and refused to go outside. I couldn't believe that I had destroyed my happiness with my own hands. Then I came out, but only to take my research to the police and ask to put me in jail. But the cops, who had previously dreamed of seeing me behind bars, this time only patted me sympathetically on the back and told me to move on. That's not my fault. Nobody puts anyone in jail for gifts, even if they were bad. I couldn't have known that Penny had such a rare and deadly allergy. But I felt really bad and decided that since the police refused to punish me, I must go to the place where I would be convicted for sure. So I went to Penny's parents again. It worked this time. They read my research and blamed me for the death of their daughter at once. Although they did it not the way I hoped, or rather the other way around, they accused me of being a fool, a standout lover, and an incorrigible romantic idiot. They told me I could have picked something simpler that wouldn't kill Penny. Then they gave an interview to a local newspaper and told that sometimes teenagers do stupid things that can cost them their lives. 
Of course, they stopped communicating with me at once and even asked never to appear at their doorstep, but I understood that it was normal. Forgiveness and attempts to let it slide were wrong in that case, and I couldn't stand this almost public forgiveness. They didn't understand. I don't know if they didn't want to or if they really thought so, but I was guilty, and how am I supposed to live with such a burden on my chest now? I locked myself in my house, in my room, and refused to contact with the world at all. I even refused food and going to the toilet. I just couldn't make eye contact with other people who knew what I was, a monster. The guilt was eating me from the inside. Then my parents coped with that somehow. They called a psychologist, took me to a mental hospital against my will. They said that I should live for Penny's sake. She wouldn't like to see me with her so soon for sure. So they saved my life, for some reason. But now I got the feeling. I don't know how to explain it. I see an object or something, for example, a harmless deodorant or broccoli, and I immediately start to think that this deodorant will become a noose for someone, and the insidious broccoli will get stuck in the throat and block the air. I realize that this is too much, but this doesn't happen every day and to every person, but there's nothing I can do about it. I'm afraid of things. I'm afraid to leave the house and let my parents out. I'm afraid to eat unfamiliar or complex food, to use devices. But most of all, I'm afraid of flowers. Any flowers. Mom had to urgently throw away all her potted plants because I was hysterical even seeing them. We've sealed windows throughout the house so that I don't look at the neighbor's lawns. Even the pictures of flowers terrify me. I used to be an average but quite promising guy. Now I turn into a sick antisocial guy who's better to keep away from society. You wouldn't like to see me as your neighbor, believe me. Sometimes I think that it would be much more merciful of my parents to let me go. And it's all because I once dreamed that the best girl in the world would forgive me, and I chose the most beautiful bunch of flowers for her. Leave your comments and say what you think about the story and its characters. Like the video, share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss other stories.